Let's introduce you to a fascinating story of perseverance and toughness. Jason Lipscomb is a redshirt sophomore who returned to the football field after serving six years in the United States Army. While his career has now come to an end, he's working here at Campbell to become a full-time strength and conditioning coach as he finishes out his degree from Campbell University. Here's more on Jason Lipscomb. The honest story, uh, I tried to get an ECU. I, could, I missed the SAT cutoff by like 20, 20 points, maybe 15 points. I can't remember. Um, and I, I'd planned specifically for ECU to go out there and like want to play, try to play sports and, and just get into that school. And, you know, I had a one-track mind, and my mom warned me. She was like, you know, apply for more colleges. I was like, no, nah, I got this. I'm good. I had confidence coming out of the military, and I failed. You know, first kind of like semi-failure coming out of the military. So uh, I reapplied. I was trying to get into school in January at that point, so I obviously had to wait till August. Um, I reapplied to about five or six different schools, and Campbell happened to be one of them. But at that point, Campbell was my, my obstacle because I said, you know, maybe this happened for a reason. My dad's alumni. He graduated there. You know, maybe it's meant for me to go there and, you know, leave our name in even better standing than what my dad left it. So that's, the, that's just the route I took. In terms of yourself, you're an older guy here. You had an opportunity to play college football for a year at Campbell. Take me through that process of leaving the military and kind of looking for that purpose and looking for that next step and and ultimately ending up on this football team. Leaving the military, a lot of people uh, lose that sense of like team teamwork and, and just being a part of something that's uh, bigger than themselves. And I already knew that I need, I was going to need that when I, when I got out. Um, I've always needed that in life just to feel like a part of something and, you know, be with a group of guys that are, you know, working for a greater cause other than themselves. So, uh, I knew I wanted to play football. I knew I was in, in decent shape. I was in a different athletic shape than than playing sports, but I knew I could make the transition because I've always been an athlete. So um, I just started to make the transition. I started started lifting a, a different style, and I was lifting maybe a couple of months um, into a different athletic style before I actually came, you know, just to try to get my body uh, ready for something else. And, you know, I, I, I got here and – you know, join the team and, you know, it was just an experience, but it was all, you know, like you said, I'm an older guy. It was was a learning experience when I got on the team, you know, being around guys that were younger and obviously, uh, you know, a lot more athletic than I was at the age that I'm at now. Um, But, you know, I gave the guys competition in any way that I could, any, any form of competition, you know, I I still got a lot of speed. I still got a lot of strength because of my size. So, you know, definitely, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not an old, old guy yet, but uh, I'm there with the knowledge and the experience. So. Let's go back to your military experience for a moment here. You served just over six years. You're a guy from Fayetteville. You had an opportunity to to serve out of Fort Bragg initially. Um, For people who who understand that's a different process and that's not necessarily something that comes to mind right away, what kind of pushed you in that direction and ultimately kind of called you into service? Um... I was I was a bad I was a bad guy. I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't I wasn't out there robbing or, or stealing or anything. But uh, I was unfocused. I was undisciplined. Uh, wasn't listening to authority. And uh, initially, that drove me to the point where I wasn't able to use my talent on the field or on the track in the sports that I wanted to play. Um, you know, coaches can pull strings at the high school level and stuff like that, but they can only do so much. I was I was out of the box. I was I was doing too many wild things. Had my head in too many different places, and that in initially led me to. 
when I had to join the military academy to kind of graduate uh, school, and I did that. I took that route, and that's where I completely did a 360. I was under discipline. I was under a military environment, um, under retired military guys that led the academy, and I did a 360. I went in that academy. I took over. There weren't there weren't a lot of sports. We were a smaller academy. There's one in each state, but uh, we were one of the smaller ones. So the sports that they did have volleyball. I participated, and I was a volleyball captain. I was on a color guard carrying the flags, the colors of the flags to different uh, political events and stuff like that. So I got there. I opened up. I gained a lot of experience, and I saw what I could really could do if I put my mind to stuff, which I already knew in the athletic sense. But this is more in the the life sense. So um, I came out of that academy. Uh, as the top cadet, I won a lot of most of the top awards there. Um, and after I got out, I said, you know, it's time to try to do something and go to school. And, you know, I kind of started falling back in the wrong crowd. And I said, you know, what 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 was I doing six months ago that just had me on a super straight path? You know, that had me going good. I said, maybe I didn't get enough of that discipline. You know, that that, that academy was only six to eight months. I said, maybe I didn't get enough discipline. Maybe I got a taste of what I really needed. Maybe I needed more of that. So I said, you know. What, what's the closest thing to that? That's the military. So I had a couple of branches of service to pick from the Air Force, which my my father served in and retired in. Uh, you know, I had the Marine Corps, uh, Coast Guard. There's a lot of services, but I just felt that the Army fit me best. So um, as far as benefits and as far as when you get out and want to go to school and just the money that they pay you, I figured the Army was the best route. So I enlisted uh, for four years to get four years of that discipline and focus that I really needed. And uh, that's what really really turned my life around, uh, obviously, to start with the military academy. And then when I served my six and a half years for the United States, that really gave me a sense of, you know, life isn't a game. You know, um, you can have fun, but you got to you got to work twice as hard. So it's fascinating when they say college is a a true life experience, true learning experience. You're getting that now. But a couple years later, obviously, you've learned a lot in your early days in the military, but take me through kind of learning that college experience, but with more perspective or or some more development in your life. Uh, Coming to college at 25 was a really big, twisted feeling type scenario. Uh, I was excited because, you know, I was finally getting that college experience that I wasn't mature enough to go after as as a, a teenager. But at the same time, I'm coming now with a vast amount of knowledge, uh, six years of experience in the armed forces. You know, I've seen different countries. I've seen different, I've met different people in different cultures. And uh, I know so much more now. But at the same time, when I came back to college, I was like, I'm still young. I'm single. I want to be a college student. So um, the first year and a half-ish, uh, I was out there. You know, I was mingling with my, my teammates. I was on the football team, so I had a really good source of, of social connections and stuff. You know, I mingled a little bit, but the uh, older me kind of kept me out of it as much as I wanted to do. And, uh, you know, I shot away from a lot of stuff that I would normally do if I was probably 22 or 23. But I did get out there. You know, I went to a couple of parties, you know, just stayed low key and, um, you know, just enjoyed myself and, 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 you know, got tried to try to get as much of the experience as I could without putting myself out there too much. Um, But after my second year, I realized I said, you know what I said, you know, I'm older now. It's just it's. It's, I, it, I'm past it. I can still be here and enjoy the college experience and get get a lot of good experiences without, you know, completely being out there in the crowd. And, you know, I just learned to kind of be myself. You know, I'm kind of back in the distance now. My players see me, a uh, couple of other athletes from the other teams, they see me and, you know, I wave to them. And that's who I really uh, mingle with now because that's what I'll be working with when, you know, I do get my degree and I do get that career field that I want. I'll be working with mainly athletes. So, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm being myself now in the college environment, but, 
still enjoying as much as I can. So. And for a little more on Jason, he was a, a former walk-on on the football team, had a unique story to, to make the team, but got a tryout a couple of years ago. And, and tell me a little bit about playing for this team last year. You're on the sideline for a lot of games. You had that experience. People see it from the crowd, but to be a part of it, especially kind of later in your college career, what was that experience like? You know, I played unit sports. I stayed active in the military, and uh, I've always been a competitor. So to come out here, uh, you know, get the walk-on trial, make the walk-on trial, and I I held myself to high expectations. I never said, oh, I'm just going to join the team and be a team member. I, I always had the the expectation to join the team, uh, work my way up and become a starting player and become, become you know, possibly one of the star players at the university. But, you know, we resort back to that fact where you talk about getting older and, and your athleticism, you know, being there, but not as much as it was when you were younger. And that's when, you know, that kind of, it really hit me then, you know, it really hit me. It said, you know, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm around a, a division one players that have, you know, been recruited out of high school. This is the path that I could have taken if I would have kept that focus and drive and motivation, but I didn't take that. I took an alternate route. I turned myself around. I'm happy at that. I'm happy to be here. So, you know, once I realized the fact that, you know, it might be a slimmer chance of being a starter and a star player than I realized. I kind of took as much of a role as I could as, you know, uh, you know, keeping the morale of the team up, you know, talking to my guys. And, and I, I started seeing myself taking the coaching aspect that I'm in now, the, the route that I'm taking now as far as what my, my degree is going to take me on. I started seeing myself already fall into that coaching aspect, and that's when I realized I said, you know, Jay, I love playing football. We'll always be competitive. We can go out there and play intramural ball. Like, I will never turn down a game, a pickup game of anything. That's always going to be me, and I'll always be a decent competitor at it, you know, no matter what age I'm at. But I figured, you know, right now is a time in my life where it's time to progress into my career and fully take that on. So that's when I, you know, decided to stop and transition into the internship with, with Mr. Malone and uh, training up to be a coach and doing what I was kind of already doing just with pads and a helmet on. Well, absolutely, guys. He was number 39 last year, a tight end, a defensive lineman, some, some special teams work as well. But you've really mentioned that not only Coach Malone, but, but Coach Adams and, and Coach Minner have been people you've looked to for guidance over this process, especially the last couple of years here. Yes, what, what has this coaching staff really meant to you or just impacted your life recently? Um, they're, I mean, they're a, tight, they're a tight group of guys. We're a family. You know, uh, we've had a coach leave. Coach Dunk left. Uh, he's a really good uh, part of the team. And all the coaches seem to be on the same page. They seem to really care for their players, their group of players. Um, uh, I've worked with, obviously, Coach Adams more than anything because I played D-line as a defensive end. And uh, I've had a, a few conversations with Coach Mint, but the staff is good. They 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 treated me like a player, but they also had a little niche to you where, you know, they knew I was older. They knew, you know, that, I, that I'd known some things and been through some things. But at the same time, they held me accountable just like all the players. I didn't – if I was, you know, late, which I wasn't very often, but if I was late or something, you know, your name goes on the board just like anybody else. It's, it's no – cuts or shortcuts because you served in the military it's not that here we're all we're all equal and that's what I wanted I wanted to be treated as an equal but I also wanted them to know you know I do know some things I can't offer some knowledge to the players you know you know they didn't shoot me down if I was ever talking to a player saying something you know hey keep your head up or whatever whatever goes whenever you know you see somebody that needs a little talking in terms of this fall now with new strength and conditioning coach Jim Malone you have an opportunity to work with different teams and really exercise one your fantastic workout workout physique but two your your interest in exercising and strength and development and and how's that been something you've really found interesting these last couple months um well first off foremost I mean he's he Mr. Malone's putting me in a position to like really excel uh 
after I leave Campbell. He's uh, don't need to talk about his extensive resume, but you know he's he's worked with professionals. He's worked on the college level uh, multiple times, so he has the knowledge. I see what I wanted what I wanted myself in that guy, and uh, that that's all I need to follow somebody to you know to take under somebody's command and, and you know take the directives that they're going to give me um because I know he's going to put me on the right path I know he's going to teach me the things I need to know as far as coaching as far as the knowledge of exercising and yeah my athletic background and me being athletic my whole life it just it adds to that it adds to the persona of a coach and he has that persona you see him he walks he, he walks and talks with professionalism and he has that aura about him that you know he knows what he's talking about he knows what he's doing but at the same time he's not cocky he's very approachable just like coach Mint. you walk up to him and ask him a question he's gonna give you a straight up answer he's not gonna bs you or anything like that so um working with him it's 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 honestly it's a blessing from god from the time that i knew he was coming in here and the time that i knew that coach Mint and the other coaching staff had signed off on me doing my internship under him uh I knew that this was a blessing because after this i can be put in positions to do you know anything in the coaching world that i might want to do for a guy who's stepped foot on the field, for a guy who's now going back into the classroom, to, to live the, the family legacy, like you mentioned, with your dad going to school here now, you being here a couple of years, what what has this university meant to you and, and, and to your family as well? Um, I mean, uh, everybody knows, you know, degrees put you in a better state to, to be more ergonomic in, in the economy, and uh, that's what Campbell's doing for me. You know, I got the opportunity to have my college paid for by the military, you know, that I served for six and a half years, gave a lot of my time to. Um, so I'm very, I'm still very grateful uh, for it. It doesn't make me any less grateful than, you know, I'm not paying too much of my tuition. But, uh, and then the family legacy behind me, it drives it. I mean, my father got his degree here. He's made the earning and the living that he's made to take care of myself and my sister and, and bring me up the way I've been brought up through the degree through Campbell. So, you know, it's something I, I guess I kind of, in a my own sense of mind, feel like, you know, I owe Campbell to come here and do something great you know come here and, and be the best person that I can be so that's what you know that's what I plan to do I want to I know my father gave his all when he was here as far as the the academics are concerned and I want to come here and do that and more and try to leave my mark in every way I can you know who who knows maybe my my son or come here and, and leave our name in better maybe he'll be that star football player on the on the football field so you know whatever whatever happens you never know what happens you just got to keep those doors open and continue to walk through them and see what else opens after that I know you're a modest guy and certainly always driven in competition, but, but your workout routine is something that stands out to, to us from the outside looking in. Even when you were here last season playing, you would do regular workouts, regular practices, and your own separate stuff on the side to really build and, and develop your body. I know it's a hard transition as you're competing with 19, 20-year-olds like you mentioned, but what fuels your, your drive for workouts? And, and kind of take me through a little bit how you develop those plans. Um, I, I guess I got into working out, you know, I, I always wanted to be a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger, a little bit faster athlete. And, you know, when I was a young athlete at 18, you know, I was, I was a slimmer, really, really fast guy. I was 170, um, you know, probably like 5'10". So I was on the slim side. I just wanted to get bigger and stronger. So I, you know, I developed my own routine through, uh, a lot of research and a lot of, you know, there's a lot of information out there. You got magazines, newspapers, um, online. So I, I kind of just, thumb through the research thumb through all of the information that I had and kind of developed something off of what I thought was the best workout for myself and what I thought my body would adapt to the best and it, it took it on pretty good and I just continued that that workout regimen on uh, one of the things that did fuel it at the time that I was playing football was that I was competing against 19 and 20 year olds and that I was six six seven years older you know and I had to you know, not, it wouldn't give me an edge, but I had to be as strong as I could, as fast as I could. And, you know, uh, that, those are the goals when you talk about strength and conditioning in your athletes, you know, 
like I said, being the best you you that you can be. You might not be a two two hundred twenty pound six foot tall guy, but uh, you maximize your five your five foot frame, you know, out to what it, it can be. So uh, knowing the difference between those things it helped me out a lot. But uh, yeah, that working out it, it it's it's the core of sports. It's the core of fitness. It's the core of of you know taking care of yourself and your wellness. And uh, I, I just have a passion for it. And, and that's I, I, along with my genetics, that's what gives me the gift. So, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, don't don't be so quick to base yourself off of me and this and that. You you have your drive on the same level I have and you will go wherever you need to go. You know, I have a, a gift of genetics, um, you know, and I chase after things that I can exploit with that. You know, as far as uh, now that I'm getting back into bodybuilding and trying to get a pro card for that. Um that's what my genetics allows me to do. If they, if they weren't as good, you know, I, there's many things you can do in the fitness world, bodybuilding, uh, sports, you know, everything. It's, it's a big, vast world, and there's a lot of things that, that revolve around it. So, you know, just because you don't have a bodybuilder's physique or a, a, a physique competitor's physique doesn't mean you can't be the best you can be, be as strong as you can be, and as fast as you can be. So, Certainly some very inspirational advice for everyone out there. Um, I'm always curious as well. When we talk about one team, one heartbeat in this program and how Coach Minner and the coaching staff has emphasized that. You've seen it firsthand. You see it now as well, but also in a different role. How has that been impactful for you, especially with your military background, but also just for what these guys are experiencing right now? Um, we started the one team, one heartbeat motto my second year. Uh, so this is, the, this, is, this is my second year here, so we're actually doing it for the second year now. I actually rolled over this year. They changed a couple other mottos, but we've, we've kept the one, one team, one heartbeat uh, it brings a lot of the guys together. It really makes them realize that, uh, you know, you can be your own individual just as you can in the military. You can have your own fashion sense, have your own personal opinions. But when it comes down to the mission, what we're doing, when it comes down to the game and getting on the field and winning something together, whether it be a mission in the military, a, 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 accomplishing a mission in the military, or whether it be getting on that field and winning a game with your brothers, the bottom line is you have to work together. This guy can't be over here unfocused and you be doing your job because when it comes to him, it's not going to happen. When it comes to you, it is. Vice versa. You know, everybody has to be on that same page of one team, one heartbeat. We're working together. We're all doing the same thing. We're all where we need to be, all focused, all on the same page. And when that happens, missions get accomplished, games get won, championship teams get made. And uh, that's just a motto you have to have. It's a motto that Coach Mint brought in. He's sticking to it, and I think it's going to be around for a very long time. There are a lot of people who watch highlights from last year, and one that always stands out is after the Butler game, the celebration in the locker room with the, the WWE yes, yes, yes chant. I know I saw you right in the middle of it, and folks can look it up on, on YouTube and whatnot, but the, the emotion after that game, always exciting, always that thrill of the win. What was that like for you guys, especially how close that game was, winning in overtime, and just that big moment of your playing career? Um, it's, 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 it's the same thing as anything else. It's the same thing as uh... – getting that promotion at work. It's the same thing as getting an interview for a job, uh, acing your test. It's the feeling of putting a lot of hard work into something, which for us, it's a week of hard work specifically for that team, but we've been going since the summer, you know, so it's more than a week of hard work. We directed that week towards that team, but we've been working hard the whole course to continue being successful against any team we play. So it's just the accumulation of hard work, 
um, going out there and executing that hard work, executing the plans that you guys uh, drew up and getting the getting the victory and you know it's time to go inside and celebrate you're still you're you're still in kind of purgatory you're in the middle you haven't gotten the shower and gotten fresh and getting ready to go on out and really celebrate but you're at the point where the job's done and it's time to let everything kind of pause for a moment and, and celebrate and that's what we did in the locker room and it is it, like you said it's a memorable moment something that probably last on the team you know the guys that were there will probably pass it on and tell guys stories about it but uh it was a good memory very good and finally, for you, you're pursuing your degree here at Campbell. You're working with Coach Malone on the strength side. What's the next couple of years like looking for you, and what are your plans here at Campbell? I would like to graduate, um, move out to California, and maybe work for a D1 university out there as an assistant strength and conditioning coach, maybe further my education a little bit more um, in the psychology area since I'll be getting my minor in that. Um, but I love Campbell. I mean, I could always see myself sticking around here for another year if, if something were to open up. I love this school. Like I said, I wanted to leave a mark. And, you know, what would be better than coming here with the story that I have, doing the things I've done, graduating and, you know, giving a year of my first, you know, my second, excuse me, giving a year of my second career to the school that gave me the degree that I have. And um, I'd be honored if that actually happened. And, you know, I would definitely take it and not pass up that opportunity. But at the same time, I still am moving towards a certain goal in the future that I want to accomplish. And um, if Campbell makes a, a step in that goal, then I'll, then I'll be willing to take it. This is the Campbell Digital Network.